She Wants Everything, hosted by our one and only Rachel Stav. Alright guys, I'm not going to lie, this is like my gazillion time re-recording this episode. For some reason, it's just having those one-off days where I feel like everything I'm saying is like fragmented sentences, even though I have everything I want to say written down. Um, but as I speak it out loud, it, it, it doesn't sound as great as I thought it was going to. So here we go again, and hopefully this is the final time. Today we're talking about falling apart. We're talking about overthinking, you know, overcompensating in the worst ways possible for yourself and having so much anxiety where it's kind of like a mini panic attack. I had one of these, um, I think a few weeks ago. I have just been feeling a little overwhelmed sometimes. Um, you know, I have a lot of schoolwork. I'm still trying to maintain my grades, keep up this podcast, um, make a career for myself, connect with people, find an internship, figure out my summer plans, you know, still have a social life, um, connect with my family back home. Just like everyone around me, we all got a million things on our plate to juggle, um, and life is just flying by. So I was in the middle of assignment, and I just realized that the assignment was a little harder than I expected, and I just kind of sat there feeling a little numb, because I, anxiety, I don't know, anxiety, panic, um, a sensation of, oh my gosh, I feel like I don't have anything together. When in reality, um, it's not that I don't have anything together. It's just that one assignment that I was struggling with a little bit. And guess what? I got help the next day, and um, it turned out all fine. But that is my point right there. I feel like when you are having a panic attack or when you feel like you are falling apart, and it just – the fact is is that it probably – honestly isn't that deep and it probably isn't that big of a deal but because you are so in your head and you are so stressed out and you're magnifying everything times 10 it makes it feel like your life is over when in reality it's really not like me struggling on a problem on a on a math assignment does not indicate that my life is over does not indicate that Everything else in my life sucks. It just indicates that I don't know what I'm doing on this one problem, and that's normal. This is supposed to be hard. This is supposed to challenge my brain. I'm supposed to go ask for help so that I could understand it better and work on my math skills, if you will. But in that moment, that's not what it felt like. It felt like everything was coming down. It felt like, oh my gosh, I still don't know what's happening during the summer. I feel like I'm not doing this right. I feel like I'm not doing this right. I feel like that person across the room from me has it all together. You know, she is going to this Ivy school and she's doing all these amazing things. And wow, she just has it all figured out. And that's where my mind led to. It went from zero to 100 so quick, so fast. It's like all of a sudden, it wasn't really me thinking, it was just literally anxiety talking. And, you know, after that mini little episode I had with myself, I basically could not fall asleep for a while just because I kept getting a little heart palpitations with um, just everything I was thinking about. Again, going back to that list earlier, and 
the thing is that list is not going to go away. You know, there's always going to be a new project. There's always going to be something in the future that, you know, I need to get done and standards I need to withhold myself because I am ambitious. I do want to do things with my life. I do want to make a name for myself in this world. And it's going to constantly probably be a little stressful. And I hate it when people tell me, you know, don't be stressed out. Like it's all going to work out. Yes. In my head, I know logically speaking without anxiety most days I know that it's all going to be okay I know that it's probably going to be it's probably going to turn out better than I ever even imagined because I have this mindset and I am working towards something I don't really know what that something is right now um specifically but I know that I'm generally going in the right direction And I don't need to feel like, or I don't need to know every single detail and every little thing to the T. I don't need to be a control freak and make sure everything is going my way. Because at the end of the day, that's not how life works. We hear this all the time. Even as a kid, I feel like I always was like taught that, you know, life isn't fair. You're not going to get everything that you want. And yada, yada, yada. The list can go on. But my point is sometimes I think when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's not a great feeling to have, but that's also probably your body and your mind kind of subconsciously telling you, okay, why are you feeling so overwhelmed? Why do you feel so overwhelmed to the point where, you know, you have to have like a little episode about it and like, what, what is it? And for me, what helps me at least is kind of taking a step back, you know, taking a step back from whatever it is that you're doing. And even that night, I just wrote down everything that I needed to do, everything I needed to do, everything that was in my priority list, everything that I feel like I need to accomplish. And I just kind of sectioned it off. I sectioned it off into, okay, here's my priority in school. Here's my priority in my social life. Here's my priority in my other extracurriculars, whatever. And I just kind of started to logically take a step back, look at it from like a bird's eye view, look at the whole entire picture and kind of be at ease. Yes, it was a lot of stuff. Yes, there's a lot of things that I need to get done. But I know that it will get done. And me freezing up about it and me being super stressed out about it and not doing anything about it is going to only make me feel more overwhelmed at the end of the day. Because I know that it'll get done if I tell myself and force myself to just do the task. And when I go to bed after completing the task, I don't feel like such a heavy sensation. And... You know, I am a person who has faith. I have faith in a religion. I have faith in God. I have faith in myself that I am capable of achieving what it is I need to achieve. It might not take a day. It might not take a month. It might take a year and maybe even more than a year. But I have faith that everything is going to work out in some way, shape, or form. And I think a lot of us get stuck in this, well, how is it going to work out? Well, how am I going to find my soulmate? Well, how am I going to get this done? Granted, with school stuff and like business tasks, you you kind of do need that how. You kind of do need a game plan and you kind of do need to tackle it in that way. But I'm talking about the bigger picture here. You're Because for me, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, well, how how, how is this going to happen? And sometimes you just need a little faith in yourself that you are 
again, generally going in that right direction. And having faith sometimes means that you don't know all the answers to the how questions. You just have to have faith that it's going to work out as long as you're putting in the consistent effort in. And the work ethic that you carry is very important. Falling apart from time to time can happen for so many reasons, whether that's because of a bad test result or you feel like your next base project is going to fail since you got in your own head, or maybe you feel like life just is simply not fair. With the circumstances, circumstances I can never say that word properly, um, that you've been put in, and the thing about all these reasons is that it makes you feel horrible. It makes you feel bad, you know, when you fail a test. Nobody likes failing a test, if you care. Um, and it, it's scary, and it's completely valid and understandable. But I would say the one big lesson that my mom, she's taught me a lot of lessons, but I would say something that's really in the back of my head all the time is she tells me nothing ever is a dead end. Like, there is never a dead end. There's always somewhere... There's a door hiding behind a corner for you to crawl out. And even if it doesn't seem like it right now, in the next maybe hour or day after this overwhelming sensation, you will start to see that, that door. Um, and maybe it'll even be a week. I think, you know, going back again to why I think we fall apart is because of anxiety sometimes maybe or just that that heavy feeling and it can happen a lot especially if you are a busy person like me um, you know usually if you're a student or if you're in the workforce you have deadlines and you have to get it done in a short amount of time sometimes sometimes other longer periods of times and you maybe mismanage your time it happens but the worst thing that you can do to yourself is trick your brain into thinking that you can't do it because you most definitely can. I used to be um, one of these people that would just constantly tell myself, well, okay, like, I, I can't do that. You know, I can't get up on the stage and dance in front of those people because it's just too scary. Or I can't do that cartwheel because I feel like I'm going to snap my neck. Um, and that's just not true. I think when I used to be an avid dancer, I was sometimes, it's weird because as a kid, I wasn't, I was a kind of a fearful kid, but when I would get up on stage, I, I, that anxiety would just kind of leave my body and I would just purely run off adrenaline. Um, and it's that before moment, before I went out to the stage, I would almost trick myself into having a panic attack and almost trick myself into thinking that I don't know the dance, even though I rehearsed it in the studio a 10 gazillion times fixed everything that my teacher wanted me to fix, made it look like perfection so that I could be up there with my team and just perform it the, to the best of my abilities. And um, it's so funny how even though subconsciously and consciously I knew the dance moves and I knew what I was going to do and I knew that I knew it, that, in, that little voice, that little tiny anxiety voice can be so magnified within seconds because you start to doubt yourself and you start to doubt your ability, your capabilities, and, you know, what you're worth. Um, so I'm going to tell you a few reasons why 
this obviously is not ideal, and you know this is not ideal, um, but some tips that help me feel a little bit better when this happens and kind of learn to cope with it. One, I said this, I think, two or three times already, but you are definitely probably overthinking and looking at that huge to-do list with no organization, making it seem like an impossible mountain to climb. So learn to divvy it up. Learn to divide it up in different sections, either by the due date or approximation how long it's going to take you. You can't possibly do everything at once and it's not going to work. You're only going to have yourself wrapped up in another panic attack within the next two minutes. And learning to manage your time um, by time blocking, by looking up skills on Google, what is the best way to manage my time? How can I be better at this? And once you start practicing that, like anything else, it'll just become a habit. Two, maybe you just need to cry for two minutes. I always say this. Um, I have a two to five like minute funeral. Um, and then you're back on your feet. Sometimes all you do, it, all you got to do sometimes is, is a little is a little cry. And I don't like crying in front of people. I, I just don't like that feeling like people looking at me like, oh my gosh, like, are you okay? But you know, when you're to yourself and you feel like, damn, I feel really freaking lost right now. But I think I just need to cry it out for like five seconds or maybe two minutes, no more than five minutes, just tear it out, you know, don't ruin your makeup, if you have some, have it on, cry at the end of the day, not with fresh makeup, um, and just have your body release the stress, crying, I believe, is a way to relieve stress, or like, I don't know, tears of joy sometimes, but, or if you're not a crier, go walk it out for 10 minutes, just step away from whatever it is that you're doing, for literally five to 20 minutes, and think about something else. Just think about something else or think of a solution to the problem. But don't don't magnify it in your head. And I think sometimes when you're in a zone for too long, whatever it is that you're doing, that's when you can kind of get overwhelmed and frustrated. Just take a breather, have that funeral, and then snap, boom, get back on your feet because you're probably a baddie. Um, something else I told myself was I am a big rusher. I'm always trying to rush through things, rush through tasks, rush through classes, rush through my assignments. And I remember become, before before coming to college, I, I had kind of, you know, made a list of things that I wanted to try to better when I'm here um, during the four years. And one of that was just take a freaking breather, one, two, don't rush. I, I'm, I'm such a futurist and I'm always constantly thinking about the future and I think for most of us now, especially again with our phones and immediate gratification or instant gratification, we want everything now and um, sometimes it's harder to be in the present that way. Um, and something that I learned was that if a task or an assignment or something takes 43 minutes instead of 40 minutes, there's nothing wrong with that and it's actually probably better probably going to turn out better and that's completely fine I don't need to be exact with every little thing and I don't need to complete an essay in 30 minutes or an hour it's okay if it takes an hour and 15 minutes that extra 15 minutes you're probably thinking about it a little bit deeper and you're putting a little bit more love into it and at the end of the day that result is just going to overall 
be a better quality or um, a, a greater satisfaction um, that you feel because it's not done in a rush. Um, and I will say that taking that extra 10 minutes or taking that extra 12 minutes or even sometimes two minutes to complete something to where I feel the best that it can be has paid off in so many different ways and definitely an improvement not only in my schoolwork but also with my podcast scripting and my podcast recording. Make sure to set that time for yourself. Like Not everything has to be in a rush it's it's this whole hustle culture that I feel like has really taken over like go 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 and let's just chill let's just chill for five more minutes and then you can go again um and this whole notion that we have to find something and have figured out and have kids and have a family and get married by a certain time a day age year it kills us, um, you know, and life happens. Nobody can predict the future, like I always say. So just do the task that's in front of you right now. Just do what you need to do right now in hopes for a better future. But I don't think it's worth killing yourself over and trying to, like, time out your life in certain ways because, again, life happens to all of us, good and bad, um, and... For you to try to stick to a timeline, I don't think is a great idea. I think you can have like a timeline, a general broad timeline. Okay, like I'm going to I'm gonna graduate this year and, you know, in the next two years I might take a job up and then I'm, I'm thinking about grad school. That's going to be somewhere in my late 20s, but you don't have to be like, oh, I have to make it by 30. If I don't have it by 30, um, you know, my life is over. It just really does not work like that and it's not worth it. It's really not worth it to think that. Stop being a control freak about it as well. The more you feel like you're trying to restrain and you're trying to control certain things and outcomes and people, the more energy that you're gonna expend on useless situations and non-important situations and that energy should really be coming back to you and be directed towards you you should be putting that energy back into yourself in this present day now so that tomorrow you know every decision that you make today affects tomorrow just think about it that way um but those decisions also should be made for the present i would say you know in bettering yourself in that moment Falling apart is really not a good feeling. I said that earlier, we all know that it's not. Um, but it's also a chance to reevaluate your life and see, again, what is it that is so horrible that is causing you to have such a meltdown? And if you, again, look at it from the bird's eye view and you realize, oh, that's kind of silly and stupid. I shouldn't have been mad about that or I shouldn't have blown up like that. Then that's something to reevaluate and work on. How can you change it? How can you take control of it? Um, what can you do about it? How can you work on it? One last thing I want to add is that sometimes falling apart is a cry for help. Whether you need that support in your family, friends, or professional life, it's a time where you can lean on someone to get back on track. I was always hesitant hesitant to ask for guidance from a mentor or even someone like my mom and apprehensive of getting the help that I really needed from a professional because I didn't want to seem weak or sensitive. However, I don't believe anyone can get anywhere without a bit of help and a bit of guidance. It's 
should be more normalized. And, you know, we're not human. We're not supposed to know everything. We're not supposed to know everything that happens in the world. Um, that's just sensory overload. It's not a shame. It shouldn't, you shouldn't be ashamed, and it's not a bad thing to get that help. Um, don't ever be afraid of asking someone who is willing to be there for you. And if a friend is reaching out to you, maybe they send something and notice something. And, you know, if you're completely fine, then there's your answer. But if you're not and deep down, you know that you do want to talk about it with someone, maybe it doesn't have to be that friend, but, you know, uh, someone else in your life, uh, you know, maybe a therapist that you could re reach out to or a life coach. And if you don't have those resources, um, you could always reach out to me. Um, I know that I might not know you personally, but you could always be anonymous, make a finsta, guys, I don't know. And, you know, talk to me, DM me, email me. I'd be more than willing to listen if you feel like you just need someone to listen to you in your life and what's going on. Um, and, yeah. So that is it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. I appreciate you guys, and I will see you talk to you next Wednesday but also don't forget I have my mini episodes on Fridays on YouTube um it's just she wants everything podcast yep bye